The Florida Panthers went from their worst stretch of the season, losing four games in a row, to now their best stretch of the season, winning four games in a row. And they do find themselves, after Tuesday night, in a playoff spot. And oh, it feels so good. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Wednesday, April 5th edition of the Lockdown Four Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Ramonda Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mondoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Send in your screenshot and your five star rating to whichever podcast app you listen to the show. And send it to me on Twitter or Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers or email it to me at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Toronto Maple Leafs game on April 10th. Best of luck, everybody. So the Florida Panthers, this was every every single game from here on out. Of course, we're going to keep talking about how this is the game of the year. But you think about the circumstances for the Florida Panthers as a team that is four points behind you with two games in hand. So assuming they would make up those games in hand and win, the uh, you know that what you couldn't do on Tuesday night was lose in regulation. But And the swing that the Panthers would have had with losing regulation versus winning, it, it was just a huge swing for, for this team. And... They were tested early, but man, they they found a way to come out with a win in on on Tuesday night, a two to one regulation win. More importantly, for the the Florida Panthers over the Buffalo Sabers, and this is a great time to welcome in my guest on the show. It is a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. Jacob Winans is back after a little stint on the IR. Jacob, welcome back to the show. Man, thank you for having me. It is a great night to be here. Uh, so much to talk about, so much to cover. And um, yeah, I, we were just talking pre-recording here that uh, last time I was on was was recapping that loss to Philly. And there's been uh, almost two whole seasons of action between then and now. Uh, the Panthers have had the lowest of lows and now the highest of highs in that time frame. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to get into some of that. Yeah, and you think about how the Florida Panthers have not lost since Keith Kachuk made his comments after the Ottawa game. You also think about how the Florida Panthers haven't lost since Alex Lyon has been between the pipes for the Florida Panthers as well. And let's let's just get right into not only that, but the fact that the New Jersey Devils beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1 to one in regulation. So with a win for the Florida Panthers, they are now in the seventh spot in the Eastern conference uh, for, for the, for the postseason, but going to this game, I mean, you, the, of course, this is, we knew that this was going to be a very high tempo type of game based on the speed of the Buffalo Sabres, especially that top line. Um, but I felt that the Florida Panthers were very good at whenever it came to being in the Buffalo Sabres zone, as far as taking pucks away 
uh, and and great on 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 the forecheck as well to create a lot of those those turnovers for the Buffalo Sabers. And I think even before the goals were scored, that was a part of the game that that kind of you saw trends early on for this game as far as the Panthers getting their scoring chances. Yeah, uh, coming into this game, I really did not predict that this would turn out to be a goalie battle. Um, I definitely didn't anticipate it being a low-scoring game. Uh, I, I really felt like coming in, this was going to be a high-scoring uh, shootout type of game. Um, I, I thought both power plays were going to connect, which they both did. Uh, but as far as the 5-on-5 five five scoring, I expected a lot more. Uh, and it wasn't for lack of chances. Both teams got plenty of chances, but uh, the two goalies tonight really stood on their heads. Um, and, and a lot was made of that goalie matchup going in, uh, given that Alex Lyon has been red hot. And then, of course, Devin Levi, uh, a Panther draft pick, uh, traded for Sam Reinhardt. Uh, it, all eyes were on that goalie matchup tonight. And it, it really, I anticipated a high-scoring game. That's not what we got. And it was, um, yeah, it was it was really entertaining. The lack of goals was not a lack of entertainment. This game was fast-paced. It was physical. It was up and down. It was uh, It was playoff hockey. Yeah, and and trading chances uh, as as far as that, and also trading trading penalties for both teams. I mean, only eleven minutes and forty five seconds of that first period was spent on on five on five. Uh, of course, the 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 Florida Panthers they went to the box a few times uh, in, uh, in in period number one, as did the Sabers. I mean, but even before the Sabers scored on the power play. Uh, Ekblad loses the puck behind the net and Alex Tuck gets it in. And that's what we thought was the first goal. But then the review was for offside and Alex Tuck was clearly uh, in, in the zone as Jeff Skinner was gaining gaining it. And that was good. That would have been on their first shot of, 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 of the game. And and, you know, the Ekblad got a little bit of a break from from the replay review uh, room as well. But then but then uh, he himself draws a penalty uh, later later on. And also the a little bit of sloppiness, of course, with 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 the sticks as well. Uh, Etu's uh, penalty um, ends uh, ends up turning into a power play goal and and uh, a shot that Dylan Cousins deflects off of Gus Forsling into the net. I mean, you you think about adversity for this Panthers team: a goal that was taken off, and then giving up the first one on the power play, which which we've seen so many times that the Panthers have have struggled on the PK, but when you, when you give up only one and then you make it up for even strength play, you're, you're not going to be mad uh, nine times out of 10. Agreed. Um, I feel like they, again, we have to, we have to be more disciplined. Uh, the, the team's got to be more disciplined, especially with some of the stick infractions. You really, you can't afford to have that and come playoff time in the playoffs. If assuming we do make it, if we do make it in, in the playoffs, the refs do tend to let, let guys play a little more. But the one thing that really that are, are really not negotiable and, and refs have no choice but to call it are stick infractions. If you high stick someone, if you hook someone, if you trip someone, it's getting called. Whether it's regular season, preseason, playoffs, it doesn't matter. Um, so some stick discipline is going to have to uh, kick in here at some point uh, without a doubt. But I think aside from that, aside from a couple of really silly penalties and, and uh, Ekblad making a uh, Really, uh, kind of ill-advised play. Not not great on his part. Alex Lyon does a great job bouncing back from that. That could have been demoralizing, even though the goal is taken off. Uh, being able to bounce back and, and and have a really solid game going forward, I think, was huge. Um, and, and then just um, special teams in general. 
penalty kill comes up huge later in the game, yes. especially down, especially at the end. Um, it was only 12 seconds, but anytime you're in a six on three situation, you're, you're, uh, really holding on for dear life at that point. And, and they, they held strong. The shot blocking tonight was excellent. Um, yes. Way better than what, what we're accustomed to seeing, uh, with the Panthers and, and blocking shots. So I, I think they really, um, dialed it up and, and, and keyed in on, on special teams later on in the game, but scoring a power play goal after giving one up is massive to be able to break even on the power play and then rely on your five on five to carry you, uh, through, through to the end of that game, I think was huge. Um, cause a lot of times the Panthers have been the better five on five team, but they, there's just too much ground to make up from poor special teams, having a one-to-one, uh, split on, on, on special teams goals. The Panthers can really trust their five on five game to carry them to a win most nights. So I think that was, a, that was a, a really good way that this one worked out for them tonight. Yeah. Now that's eight straight periods that the Florida Panthers have, have gone without giving up a goal at, at even strength going back to the first period of their game against the Montreal Canadiens and Aaron Ekblad uh, getting getting the goal for his 13th on, on the power play and great job by Chucky and and Barkov download in the board battle getting it back to the point and then getting it and from Montour to Ekblad uh, to to nail the wrister off the post and in into the net but not only was that the the story of the game but the story of it of the this game was alex Lyon, and we're going to talk about that next here on the locked on florida panthers podcast but first we're going to tell you all about indeed and sometimes hiring the right people can be a little difficult and indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place so don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with indeed find top talent fast with indeed suite of powerful hiring tools like matching assessment and virtual interviews candidates you invite apply to the instant match are three times more likely to apply for your job than candidates who only see it in search according to us indeed data indeed knows when you're going growing your own business you have to make every dollar count and that's why with indeed you only pay for quality applications that match with your must-have job requirements visit indeed.com slash locked on to get started now just go to indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing not available for everyone need to hire you need indeed segment number two here on this Wednesday, April 5th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It's another edition of Winans Wednesday. And Jacob, the story of this game, once again, Alex Lyon, now in his last five games, he's 100, he has 116 games on 121 shots faced. That's good for a 958 save percentage and just a little north of 1.25 on the GAA for Alex Lyon. And you think about how the... The, the Panthers didn't really give up too many rush chances uh, for uh, against the, the Sabres. And the there's a lot of times where the the Buffalo Sabres were trying redirections and, and centering feeds up, up front. And Alex Lyon was able to think really fast instinctually to get to get right in right in front and kicking out that leg. Yeah, he's lot he lost the stick quite a few times as well. Again, we've seen that quite a few times with Alex Lyon at, since taking the crease, but man, what, 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 what a game once again for Alex Lyon. And he is, 
he is the man in the crease right now during this this four game winning streak just incredible how he's come alive and this stretch is better than the one he had back in january i mean the numbers weren't necessarily there yeah the panthers were winning games but to, like this that experience that he had even though he's played in the nhl before he's won a calder championship um with chicago but that moment in january really set up for this stretch for alex lyon i agree um this has been a season where the panthers have had so much adversity so many injuries so many guys in and out of the lineup the one place where you really can't afford to have that happen and, and generally you don't really survive is in the crease um when when the panthers lose spencer knight long term and we kind of knew that Bobrovsky was going to be worn all the way down uh, for the rest of the way. And it, it seems he's, uh, he's gotten sick recently. And, and obviously we're, we're glad that it's not an injury related situation, but um, just overuse and, and him getting sick at this time of the year is, it's just really unfortunate. Uh, most teams would be dead uh, in the season. You can just pack it in when you go to an AHL goaltender uh, at this time of the year, when you're fighting for your playoff life, it, it's very, almost unheard of what, what Alex Lyon is doing right now. Um, but I, I also feel like people need to remember that this is not a guy who uh, is unaccustomed to big hockey games. It's not a guy who's super young and inexperienced. This is a 30 year old veteran goalie. Um, he's played, he's played with Philly. Uh, he's, he's played very, very meaningful, important uh, do or die hockey games in the AHL. That's not an easy league to play in, and he's won, he's won a championship at the AHL level and, and, and been the man uh, in the crease for a championship-winning team. So he knows about pressure, and I think he handles it really, really well. Um, his style is scary at times uh, because he, he, he loses his goalie stick. He'll flop around. Uh, sometimes yeah. he looks desperate. He has, like, he has no idea where he's going, but uh, the result is there. It's uh, obvious, This is obviously – well before my time i was only born in 2000 but uh, just watching him play uh stylistically kind of reminds me of beezer honestly uh undersized goalie uh, really good at anticipating plays and he doesn't always look the most sound doing it uh but he he generally makes the saves and i think um having a hot goalie this time of year that, that's that's really what you're looking for um we we may in the next couple of weeks be having a discussion about if the Panthers do get in, if Alex Lyon's still red hot, do you actually start him in a playoff game? Because I, <laughs> right now, the way he's playing, I I don't know if you can take you can take the net away from him if he keeps this going. So it's 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 setting us up for a very interesting storyline. But it's a great 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 problem to have because right now we have a goalie who's red hot. Uh, it seems uh -huh. like nothing's getting past him. He's got all the the puck luck in the world behind him. Uh, if he could just hold on to that goalie stick, he'd be the perfect goalie. Uh, I'm I'm really loving what we're seeing from him and, and uh, momentum wise. Everyone knows playoff hockey this time of year, especially in hockey above almost any other sport. Momentum is everything, and right now the Panthers have something. They they've they've caught on to something. They've got a spark. It's Alex Lyon, and um, honestly, however long this goes, I'm really just enjoying watching this guy play. He's must see TV right now. This is this is a great run. No no doubt, and of course going back to the whole storyline with Alex Lyon uh, 
and his story throughout the AHL and NHL, and then the other side with Devin Levi, former Panthers draft pick, seventh round pick, part of the Sam Reinhardt deal, only a second game in the NHL, starting the biggest game for the Buffalo Sabres in about a decade. But then also for the Florida Panthers side on on that second line for 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 the Panthers, the confidence that someone like Anton Lindell continues to have ever since that 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 Maple Leafs game last Wednesday. And Etulus Thorainen, I mean, those two were on fire, especially on on uh, the penalty kill where it, it was uh, five minutes into the uh, second period and and Lundell, Lundell and Etu were there with multiple shot blocks and and they didn't clear the zone, but they didn't they didn't allow the the puck to go towards the net. And there was also a big save that Alex Lyon had on Owen Power where a shot fake had Alexander Barkov go out of position and then... Alex Line is there on the top of his crease to make a glove save right right there. And even when the few times the Florida Panthers were pulled out of position in the penalty kill, you saw you saw you saw deliver big. But also the Matthew Kachuk, 103 points, one away from his career high. He was consistently around the boards, um, chipping a puck um to to his teammate in Anton Lindell going on a rush. The Panthers had a whole bunch of rushes. My goodness, uh, on Tuesday night. Devin Levi stood out strong sprawling out making making save after save of course some missed opportunities as well we continue to see anthony duclair being snake bitten again there was an opportunity that uh duke had where he just flat out missed the net and um really early into the game and and then it was uh i believe it was blocked by um yoki haru or early on but the panthers multiple chances despite this being a 2-1 game and but i gotta give credit to the likes of anton lindell Etulus Terrain, and, and of course, the guy who's about to match his career high in Matthew Kachuk. I, I want to give you the floor on talking about that line for, for the Panthers. Yeah, so that, that line in particular, uh, it's a new line, uh, relatively speaking. It's not a line that has a ton of time, ice time together. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton Lindell has had a, I mean, overall has had a very, very difficult challenging and, and a lot of people have, have just called it a, just a, a wasted season as a sophomore i don't necessarily see it that way the numbers might he not be it. there but it's he hasn't been playing with the likes of sam reinhardt and mason marchman on his wings consistently uh like he did last year the, the summer aggression was to be expected and I, I feel like he's taken a lot of heat that isn't necessarily warranted but right now at the biggest time of the of the hockey season he has stepped up massively uh his goal scoring has come back uh he's he's winning board battles he's winning faceoffs. he's he's you can see he's playing with a lot of confidence now uh his confidence seemed to be lacking for a while there when the points weren't coming but after getting a couple of big really big goals in this playoff race seems his confidence is back he, he's he's playing with some flair and some flash to his game uh which which really complements well with a guy like etu on his wing who's so responsible uh, so defensively sound, so fun, fundamentally sound. Then Matthew Kachuk, who's just an all-around superstar. Um, I, I really love the way that line's going right now. And then uh, we're obviously hearing that Sam Bennett, uh, hopefully, uh, will be back on the ice soon, back in the lineup if he can stay healthy. So now that only serves to benefit the Panthers. if they, Even if they do break up that line, uh, you slide Lundell back down to the third line with Lomberg and Reinhardt and maybe get those two to be more productive. Uh, with Lindell playing more confident right now, I think, I think if the Panthers are able to get healthy this time of year, they've got some guys that are really rolling right now and playing, playing really well. And, and to address the, 
the the rush chances that the Panthers got tonight. I think one Devin Levi was just excellent. Yes, um, he he he's definitely as advertised. Um, obviously, some size concerns, but the the kid can play. I mean, flat out, he's a steal of a seventh round pick. He's going to be a good goalie in the NHL for a long time. He made some really clutch saves, especially the breakaway on Matthew Kachuk. Um, but yeah, the Panthers had had a really good amount of rush chances, and even though they weren't necessarily going in, they're doing the right things, and the goals will come, especially for a guy like Anthony Duclair, who uh, at the end of the game uh, gets a breakaway, gets hooked, probably would have scored if not for the penalty, yes. uh, and ends up really taking the pressure off the last two minutes, or should have taken the pressure off before the Panthers took a, <laughs> a not-so-great penalty. But uh, at the penalties. time, I was thinking penalties, uh, plural there. Uh, I was I was thinking it, you know, that should be a penalty shot. But at the time, I'm like, you know what? I would rather have two minutes of power play. Uh, probably, <laughs> in hindsight, would have taken the penalty shot. But um, I, yeah, I, I think I think even though the goals aren't necessarily coming right now, Panthers are doing the right things. They're getting the rush chances. Um, they're they're getting zone time. It's not purely rush offense like we've seen in, in years past. So I think they're really doing the right things. I think guys are are rolling right now that had been quiet. And and winning a clutch game like that against against a really good Buffalo team, like no no discredit to Buffalo, that was a good team. They're on the rise. They mm-hmm. just don't have that that big like end of season big game experience yet that the Panthers kind of do. Uh, I think that kind of bit them tonight. But yeah, that that was a hard fought win, and the Panthers, even though it was low scoring, did all the right things that you want to see uh, in in a big game like that. Yeah, and and we know now for sure that. I mean, we even knew this when the Florida Panthers lost to the Sabres uh, in, in late February, right before the trade deadline, that this was this was a Buffalo Sabres team that that is no longer a doormat in, in the Eastern Conference. And also one thing about Etzelou Sturainen, uh, before we transition over to segment number three, is like so much credit goes to him on that on that second goal by, by the Panthers. He didn't get a point on it, but two steals in that same sequence, a puck separating hit by Matthew Kachuk to get it to Montour and then back to uh, Kachuk where... But big credit to um, Etulus Thorin on, on that. I want to give him his roses based on making a, di- a difference there. And of course, the Buffalo Sabers were kind of shooting themselves in their own in their own foot in the as as far as in in their own zone. But in segment number three, we are going to talk more about how this the the game in Tuesday night's game. We, there was one thing that the Florida Panthers did, and that there was no passengers on Tuesday night. We're going to talk about that more next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about FanDuel. And the NBA and NHL playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, safe, secure, and easy to use. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Segment number three here on this Wednesday, April 5th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 2-1 to one win over the Buffalo Sabres and officially put the Sabres to bed. Like something I spoke about on uh, on uh, t- Tuesday's show talk when coming to preview this game. But I also, you know, different situations come for different 
putting together different lineups out on the ice. And of course, when and you spoke about in the previous segment with Anthony Duclair being hooked, I was yelling at my at my TV, penalty shot, penalty shot. But of course, they didn't give it um, to to Anthony Duclair. Uh, a little bit of a of, of a careless turnover by Anton Lindell had had him uh, with a chance to clear gives it gives it to uh, um, gives it to the Sabers and then uh, and then he ends up interfering uh, Yost uh, and then of course Aaron Ekblad takes that that penalty but what Palmeries did prior to that this was the lineup that was out on the ice Duke Lindell Etula Serenin Aaron Ekblad. Gus Forzing. And I don't mind necessarily when you're, when it's, I, I believe it was like 2.30 to go and you're up on the power play while being up. I don't mind doing the keep away game. But the fact that the Panthers were doing it in their own zone and having a hard time clearing instead of keeping it in the neutral zone and instead of having a chance to just chip it down and just go to work in the boards was a little bit of a more stressful ending than I wanted as far as this game. And the Panthers were very fortunate with it being six on three for only 12 seconds and only, and, and the Buffalo Sabres unable to, um, to handle the puck because there was a lot of times where, yeah, they got 40 shots, but I felt like a lot of times that the Buffalo Sabres were not connecting on the tape on some of their passes. And of course that comes a lot. They're still a young team. It's still a youth movement going on in Buffalo as they're still trying to figure out their way. And they're going to be there. I feel like they're going to be even tighter in the playoff race next season. But what'd you think of that? La those last few minutes of that of, and, and the way Palmer's constructed that power play towards the end. I was not a fan of it. Um, at the end, I, I feel like I understand it. I understand trying to just, keep it in your own zone and kill the clock. But I feel like if you want to play the time-wasting game, it's much better to chip it in from from center ice and then go chase it because at the end of the day, you have more guys on the ice than they do. You have a much better chance of winning that puck back, and then you can play keep away in their zone. Uh, I, I would have much preferred that strategy instead of trying to play hot potato with it in your own zone because you can make a, one silly mistake and, and and you're in some trouble. And that's what happened with the Panthers. Anton Lindell put, floated a backhand pass that kind of went to no one. Uh, Ilya, Ilya Labushkin had a big slapper from there that, uh, you know, Alex Lyon barely stopped it. Um, I, I was, yeah, it, they made it a lot more stressful and, and difficult on themselves than necessary. I, I much prefer the, if you're trying to kill time, you're trying to waste time, Go with three forwards, two D. That's fine, uh, but at least get the red line, chip in, and chase it because you have a good chance of winning it back when you have five on the ice to there for. And at the end of the day, you'd rather make them go the entire length of the ice, uh, the whole two hundred feet, than to to give them uh, just the the puck in their in in your own uh, defensive zone. So I wasn't a fan of the strategy there. I, I feel like, yeah, when you get a power play at that time of the game teams are uh, the the team that's on the kill they have no choice but to play ultra aggressive you can really capitalize on that if you want to actually continue playing for offense uh you you catch a, a team up in the rush three on one or or three guys up in the rush and then one guy back or something like that you can easily turn that around and have a three on one going the other way uh so i feel like the panthers missed an opportunity there they didn't close it out as cleanly as you would like but 
the end of the day, a win is a win, and they're gonna they got help with the two points, luckily, and they're gonna have to learn from that because uh, if they want to play playoff hockey and make a deep run, you're gonna be presented with these type of scenarios, and you have to handle them properly. Yeah, and, and no, no, no doubt, and uh, it's still it's still a scary situation. You're you're gonna face a division winner if if you if they do end up make it making it. Um, and this is not this this is the type of mistakes that the Florida Panthers do have to avoid if they're going to be facing the likes of a Carolina and a Boston as well who have who could take advantage especially their blue liners uh, as well for each of, of their teams. But this game was all a game of just no passengers as well. Uh, like I teased um, from going to segment number three to two. I mean, you even saw the the fourth line super active. I mean, you saw Giovanni Smith. Of stopping a, a a rush chance for the Buffalo Sabers, not even allowing a shot on goal for for them. Ryan Lombard continues to be the energizer bunny uh, there, and 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 just the Panthers missed assignments weren't a thing on 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 Tuesday night as uh, as they were able to just keep the um, Alex line clean for the most parts, forcing them on the perimeter and a few times that they did uh crash to net alex line was just there uh even when he was committed low he didn't switch from committing low to commit to going back high he's he stayed he stayed where he was committed to so this was this was a no passengers uh type of win as well for the panthers and look where they are now jacob tied for tied with the with, with the new york islanders and they lead the tiebreaker now because they have more regulation wins with 34 and like we said in the very beginning of the episode, Pittsburgh lost on 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 Tuesday night five to one, and the Panthers they're in control, baby. Yeah, and you know that's really all you can ask for uh, for this time of year. The Panthers have really shown a, a mental fortitude this season that I wasn't I wasn't really sure they had. Um, they're they're not a soft team. They're they're a team that. Um, Mentally, they, they've shown an ability to bounce back, which I think is, is something that's really been missing. Uh, they, For a long time there, they refused to lose two games in a row. Uh, they respond to a four-game losing streak at a horrible time with a four-game win streak to get themselves back in the race. This is a team that they definitely are not as talented as the past couple of years' teams. They're not uh, They're not as deep. They've got, they've got some clear holes and flaws in the lineup, but they just keep battling. And I think that's, that's what makes the difference right now. Um, I, I don't think, I know, I know we're looking at potentially playing a division winner. Uh, hopefully we get in and, and get that opportunity. But I think if you are a division winner, you're not looking at this Panthers team as just a, a an ordinary seven or eight seed. Like we've seen uh, some of the wild card teams that get in. I think of like a, and Nashville, for example, last year against Colorado, they go into that series, and you know, you know, they're they're basically just food for the Avalanche. Hmm. Um, this is this is not what the Panthers are. This is a team with Matthew Kachuk, with Alexander Barkov, with uh, hopefully a healthy Sergei Bobrovsky, Sam Bennett, um, Aaron Ekblad, Brendan Montour playing the best hockey of his life. This is a team that won a President's Trophy last year, and the majority of the core, the, the, that group that that was in the playoffs last year, is still there. Um, I, I think, even though we lack some depth, we, we might not be able to compete uh, at the bottom of the lineup with some of these teams. We have enough firepower on this roster that you can steal a game, you can steal a series. Um, and, and I think I think just get in, just get in, and everybody's record is zero and zero. 
and they can start fresh from there. But this is a really hot team right now. Uh, they're playing their best hockey at the right time. They, they've they shown some mental fortitude that, that they're not just going to go away quietly. And uh, I'm I'm super excited for to see how these last four games finish because they, like you said, they are in control. They control their own destiny. And, um, yeah, it's just a matter of just winning these last last few games. Just do enough to get in, and and the sky's the limit from there. This is a really exciting time. Absolutely. And with the with the Florida Panthers now being 40, 31, and 7, they are now one win away from guaranteeing 500 of better than 500 points percentage, being at, at, at 40 wins right now. Just one more to get to 41 with four games uh, to go. And after the halfway point, the Florida Panthers are 22, 12, and 3, which is a 635 points percentage. A uh, great stretch that the Florida Panthers have had um, in, in, in this second half. And before we sign off here, a great night for the South Florida sports scene as the Miami Heat win uh, on the road to get one step closer to the seventh seed in the play-in tournament and the Marlins winning one nothing behind Sandy Alcantara's complete game shutout of and only scoring one run in, in the meantime. So, uh, so just gr- a great overall night in the South Florida sports scene uh in in this region but jacob i want to thank you so much once again for joining me on this wine and wednesday edition of the locked on florida panthers podcast tell everybody where they can find you online yep absolutely you can find me on twitter at jacob wines eight and i want to piggyback off of that shout out to south florida sports what a time uh awesome awesome night tonight for south florida sports and quick shout out also to the uh University of Miami basketball program, uh, finishing third in the AP poll. Uh, you know, you know me. I know you're a Seminole, but I'm a diehard Miami Hurricanes fan, a Jim Laranega fan since back at George Mason. Super proud of those guys. And yeah, South Florida sports are are trending upward right now. I'm 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 loving it. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And gr- such a great time to be a fan in in this region. So by the by the time we talk uh, next week, Jacob, we'll be getting ready for game 82. Uh, Thursday night, next Thursday night at FLA Live Arena. So it's going to be a fun week, and hopefully the Panthers are one step closer to a playoff spot. So, Jacob, thank you once again, and I'll see you next week, my friend. Thanks for having me. I really hope that game is meaningless. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen of the game. Game to game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Sorry, Marmando Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.